That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Super pretty girl alert. Super pretty girl. (laughs) Joining the impeachment party. Happy, happy hour. It's Charisma Carpenter from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Angel. Angel. Oh, my God. Resistor. What's that? Resistor. And a resistor. And a resistor sister. I know. I, for, okay, first of all, you're beloveds with all our beloveds. Mm-hmm. That's yes. how we found. But I, yes, your Twitter is so awesome and political. Oh, but thanks. John, you were on John Fugel's thing with Dana Goldberg and yeah. Jody Hamilton, who yeah. are all our regulars. Yeah. Well, and keeping you for like half the show. Like you were only supposed to be on for like one segment, I think. And well, you he gave me the option to stay, and I was too intimidated, honestly. Like a tape, a panel of comedians. No thanks. I mean, yeah. I didn't feel like I had much to bring to the table there. Um, most you were of my well, my humor is you know pre-scripted, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm amazing at you know regurgitating what's already been written. But um, yeah, it was a it was a joy. Yeah. They were warm, they were welcoming, and bright and smart, and yep. it went well. It yep. was fine. Yeah. Yep. Well, happy impeachment. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I had to ask right away because I went <laughs> because I was like charisma. So you were named after a perfume. Yes. That's awesome. And not See, like Dior right. or something fabulous. It was right. Avon. But I guess okay. that was Ding dong. That, <laughs> that was sort of it speaks to the times. Yeah. I well. wish my mom had made, named me obsession because that's pretty much <laughs> I'm very obsessive, right? Uh, yes. But, yeah. OCD. I, mean, I, I feel yeah. you. Okay. All right. Really. Um well I just had to get that out of the way because I was yeah, like, what a fantastic name. name. Yeah. Um, Thank you. And I love that you played a teenager, but you, or, or excuse me, a, a cheerleader, but you were not just a regular cheerleader in high school. You were a San Diego Chargers cheerleader. I was for is... a minute. Yeah, I was. <laughs> it's interesting because I guess you could say I, I rode that horse to the top. I started right. cheerleading as like, you know, a sixth grader. Right. And then just kept cheering all right. the way right. to the top. <laughs> I'm no half stepper, I tell you. <laughs> it's all or nothing. <laughs> Except you played a mean cheerleader, and I'm told that you are an exceptionally nice former cheerleader <laughs> right okay yeah. yeah i mean i i hope so i'm well, fair we always say that all the actresses and actors we've had in the people that play assholes are always the nicest people in person well, it's think, weird i think that's sweet but i think that kind of reminds me of a conversation i have with a casting director for malibu shores who mm-hmm. uh the casting director for that show at the time was aaron spelling casting yes. director who did melrose place yes. and used heather locklear as an example at the time of being the baddest bitch ever but the nicest human being right. ever mm-hmm. right so she often said you know 
you have to go home and find the bitch within, just like Heather. And I was like, okay, I, I'll do my best. And find I, your inner bitch. Find my inner bitch. And I, she's never left. She's occupied my, my body now. Forever. How does that consist of? You just look in the mirror and go, fuck you. No, fuck you, you cunt. No. I use that word in grave you know, restraints. Yes. I yes. save that for the very special, special times. Well, like Travis did nicely as a suggested TV show for Kellyanne Conway, which would be called See You Next Tuesday with Kellyanne <laughs> right. Conway. Right. <laughs> right. Because it's a nice oh, way of Super hunty. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, you know, I always find that just a weird quirk in Hollywood that it, that it just. That uh, nice people are often. Yeah. And that um, really intelligent people played. Yeah. Them wits. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's always like that. Or yes. the saddest people play funny people. Or, right. you know, it's almost like it's acting. Hey. Hey, now. <laughs> the more you know, you know. Okay, now, you're gorgeous and straight, but Chris Thanks. makes a point about my all my exes look like. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Spelling people. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. That's all not... your exes. They have to look like they could be in an Aaron Spelling production. Yeah. Which is, they're all, but they've all been really smart like you. So That's I'm not amazing. as shallow as he makes people. Seem. Is it, what about your current? I have a no, nothing. Help me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> help me. I is can't. This, isn't there a gay you that you know? <laughs> Travis was like, she did a Playboy. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, hey, now let me do a little more research on this. I did not give you that. Then you I didn't even look at that. Hmm. Well, now. Well, there you can see the cover. The cover's harmless. Yeah. yeah. It's a pinupy vibe. I love what you talked about though that you uh. You had a kid not that long ago, right? Before when you did the shoot, right? And first, you were nervous, and then you said your husband at the time was like, "Honey, put your robe on. They're not shooting now." Like yes. you were just like, "Woo!" I I did. I got comfortable, um, more comfortable than. He By the way, wanted. feel free here, Stephanie. Stephanie, no. We encourage people no, to be comfortable on camera. <laughs> Maybe she is more comfortable Raining that you way, in. Travis. Yes. I mean, I was at the moment, not in general, all the time. I don't walk around like that. In fact, in I grew up dancing, and dancers are yeah. notoriously like um, free, yes. you know. And yeah. you have to get dressed backstage often. You can't really, you right. know, can't be, be shy, can't yeah. be weird about yeah. it. Like, yeah. oh my body, <laughs> I can't see it. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> you can't. That doesn't roll, you right. know. You just got to get on with it. Put the tutu on. Let's go. And I mean, a ballet guy's going to carry you around by the crotch. It's not exactly, you know. You can... I don't know what the word is, but I'm right there with you. I know exactly where you're at. Um, you, it's not the time to be, a, you know, embarrassed. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I was that person. Yeah. Oh, my body. Oh. Is this a new character? It sounds I like, don't know. I'm it just... sounds like it's Pat from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Who I love, yes. by the way. We, she's, she, done the, she's, she's done the podcast. Done, yeah. I Julie love, done the podcast. Oh, my Julia gosh. Sweeney. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you have you've had some Im- impressive guests. I you, must say, I'm, I'm I feel so honored to be in this company. I, we feel so honored to have you. We just Jane Fonda just sat in that chair. Oh. Lily Tomlin, yes, Lily Tomlin, Martin Sheen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've holy been, shit, shit. Yes. Rob Reiner. Yeah. Um, oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Ari, wait, you were born so in what? Vegas, baby. Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, and you've said that you can take the girl no, out of Vegas, but you can't, can't take the Vegas out of the girl. Vegas, baby, Vegas! Because <laughs> you were not just, you were a pageant girl, too. Like a, I was. A little, a little pageant girl. I now, was. was that you or your mom? That, was yeah. she a pageant mom? I mean, in in the best possible sense. Okay. Yeah. You know, she wasn't pushing, pushing, pushing. Like, you have to, and right. you have to win. And, you wanted to do it. Um, and she helped yeah, along? I think so. Okay. I mean, I think it was just what I did. It wasn't necessarily like a... Um, it wasn't on the table, like, do you want to do this? It was just what I did. I danced an insane amount of hours a week all my life, and it was yeah. a good outlet for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did um, the Junior Miss pageant just so I could do a comedy 
sketch. I was fourth runner-up in, in Miss Congeniality. That's phenomenal. Okay. Well, I feel like we should know. get no, you cast not. on Insatiable no. now. The, Say again? The, I think we should get you cast on the Netflix show Insatiable because Alyssa <laughs> Milano, big resistor. Chris Gorm, yes. big resistor. Oh, my God. Oh, been on the show. And yes. it's a pageant show. Well, I mean, I, I could judge. To... I would be a good judge, right? Oh, my God, good, I'm having a, a thing. Uh-oh. Are you okay? Hold on one second. I got to take my clothes off. Oh, oh, hit, the, hit my porn music. Oh, by all means, see, Down. she's more comfortable. Listen, we'll Sean, the one straight guy here, and me, the one gay girl. I need a fan. Just, we'll turn the air on. We'll turn the air on. The air is on. Oh, bless listen. you. Bless you. Wow. You, know. you are hot. I mean, you Just look sweet. hot. I mean, you know, you it's, look like you've right. Sweet. Okay. You're sweet. Well, now, it's, now I've made shit awkward. Yeah, okay. great. Yeah. Thanks, All right. Let's talk about Trump. All right, so you're, wait, oh but your, God, son, your son is 16 now. He is. Yeah. He's 16. Oh, God bless you. you Let go. me use this. That's oh, that's adorable. Yes. <laughs> fan yourself with our Rocket Man fan, will yeah. you? Let me. All right. Yeah, let's talk. I, I don't even know where to start. So your son is uh, 16 is, now. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we ask everybody this because none of us uh, spawned. <laughs> but just having a kid in the age of Trump and all yeah. this daily bullying and meanness and yeah. horribleness. It's complex, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's tricky. And that's kind of, you know, you, you touched on something that made me think about my Twitter feed. And I really try to stay away from, even though it's very hard to, sometimes I do participate in it, the name collie stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's helpful to just attack yeah. somebody, you know, yeah. because you don't like them and just call them a cretin, essentially. Like, right. I don't think that's assisting yeah. anybody or anything. And it starts to become like an echo chamber, right? Mm-hmm. Where we're just preaching the same thing and saying the yeah. same thing over Two and over Two complete and over strangers. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. generally, those strangers agree with you or align with yeah. you, right? Yeah. So, we all kind of know this. Right. It's sort of implied. So there's no need to like expend our energy saying the obvious. Right. Um, but it's hard to resist at times. Yeah. It really is very difficult. It would be helpful if they did not have so many cretins in their party. Oh, I mean, see what I did now. See, see what, what I did. did. Um, so you with, seem much more with, comfortable in your t-shirt. I know I'm much more comfortable with you in that skin. Step one. <laughs> Go ahead. Back to yes. the kid. Yeah. So when it comes to bullying and that kind of thing, it's... It's always been an issue, and I think he's he's faced it himself, yeah. and I'm sure he's participated in it. But I try to uh, stay classy about it. Yeah, I try. Yeah. Well, you ha- you called it's the hard. president one name. Uh, you said that he's the worst liar ever. He lies bigly. Because how can you say any other thing than that he is? A, I mean, that's a, a, it took the news media how long after five? How many lies? Is that a name? To? Is that a name call? When no. it's a fact? No, it's a fact. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> What are we past? Ten thousand, twelve thousand documented like 30, lies. It was like thirteen thousand a while back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean that, but that's the media for however long. Oh, we could rude. We can't call him a liar, and it's just like, okay, well, that's isn't that one of the first things you teach your kids? Don't, don't lie. To not lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, respect bodies of other right. people. Right, right. right. Safe space. Oops. Like, give. Wow, people- I have violated every rule of yours, and I every- apologize to you. Way to go, Steph. Wow. Well done. <laughs> all right. Listen, we're a fan of all the same women. You tweeted about Fiona Hill or what superheroes yeah. are made of and what little girls can aspire to. You tweeted about Professor uh, Carlin, who today, you know, yes, yes. yes. Her, her passion is visceral. How anyone on the judiciary cannot listen to her educated arguments um, and not favor uh, in, in, impeachment. I thought the same thing. She was clearly so passionate about. 
the Constitution well, she's about right? the law. She's yeah, excited so, oh. about what she does. Somebody was giving yes. me grief on Twitter about saying that, that right. her passion is exactly what you don't want. She's in a position of power. It's almost as though she's a judge. And it's like, but she's not a judge. No, she's an no. academic. She's passionate about what she does. Right. She believes in the law. She believes in the Constitution, which yeah. is the law of the land. Like, it's well, the most exciting and, thing and to her. I wish more people were that excited about the Constitution. And enforcing right. it. Absolutely. Right. I mean, as one of the, I don't know if the, I think it was the other professor, but said, if this isn't impeachable, then nothing is. Well, I mean, what is the point yeah. of even having impeachment hearings or having yeah. that that in the law if we're not yeah. going to exercise it when there are when there is evidence? Yeah. And, and that's, I think, where people start to wane in, in the argument of like we're taking when I was listening, because I try to think like other people think that don't agree with me in that. Well, what what do they hear? What do they hear when they listen to these people? And what I've I heard these three academics, except for the one, all saying was they were taking it into account and assuming that it was, in fact, treason. It was bribery yeah. and it was an abuse of power yeah. and it was um, obstruction of justice and obstruction of Congress. Yeah. So those things were said as if it was fixed and true. Yeah. But what the other side argues is that that's not. It's presumed yeah. We haven't heard from, but then I go back to Mulvaney literally used those words he said at it. a press said, get conference over it. Yeah. and yeah. get over it. It is yeah. quid pro quo, pro quo. And I don't know how that gets muddled. Yeah. Like, how do you yeah. ignore well, be, that? No, how because do you we were not because they have no why case. Is, why is this even more? Why are you even like it's already laid out? It's it right. just that one admission. Right. right. No, I mean, they have no case, which is why I was saying I couldn't believe them. Collins, a Republican, literally complained about how cold the room was and he hates his chair. I'm like, really? Because you got nothing except just distractions. I mean, it, it's, yeah. It's exaggerating. Yeah, they, they took all those roll call votes just to make it look like a circus. Yeah. Because that, that's all they have. Yeah. Hold that thought, Charisma. You know, working with really, really beautiful actresses during happy hour, <laughs> you know what it makes me have to stop and do? Put on some Plexidar. Uh -huh. Because I know Charisma's really nice, but I feel like she's going to turn into her mean girl uh, cheerleader and tell me how what the bags under my eyes look like and the wrinkles. Are you packing to go somewhere? <sighs> God, are you going to check those bags or what? No. Okay. <laughs> Charisma would not do that. No, no, she wouldn't. No. And she wouldn't because you use... Plexiderm. That's right. Ding. <laughs> um, it is, it's a clinically studied serum. It visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under-eye bags in minutes. I mean, I'm telling you, it is like crazy. It's crazy. How fast, right? It's going to be done by the time this commercial's over. Exactly. Thank you. I will be on Genu Age again. <laughs> as soon as this, I, I, I'm telling you, I, you look just like you, but just 10 years younger, right? Yeah. Uh, go and get Plexiderm's holiday promotion. This is the time to try it. See what everybody, all the sexy liberals on our whole network are raving about mm -hmm. it. Go to tryplexiderm.com. Use the code sexyliberal for 50% off plus an additional $10 off. OMG. That's right. 50% off plus an extra 10 bucks off. Also you, available by uh, calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning the code sexy liberal. Plexiderm backed by a 30-day guarantee. What do you got to lose? Nothing. Nothing. Visit tryplexiderm.com today. Use the code sexy liberal at checkout. That is tryplexiderm.com. Guess who doesn't need Plexiderm? Hmm. Charisma. Um, you also talked about Trump. Oh, God, it's just he's so endlessly humiliating on the world stage. But he's over there, you know, calling, you know, Adam Schiff all these eighth grade nicknames. And right. as you said, this reminds me of the expression, the guilty accuse. He is psychology 101 for projection. Like everything he calls Adam Schiff is what he is. 
Yeah, just if I were just just right now, I hearken back to a time when he was calling Rosie O'Donnell all these uh, uh, awful names yeah. and describing her, and yeah. it's like to me, like to go to the physical, you yeah. know, about yeah. somebody is yeah. just as about as base as you can go. It's yeah. about as sixth grade middle school as you can get, and this is a grown man holding the highest office of this land, mm -hmm. yeah. and it's just despicable to me that we've we've got this person yeah. representing us as a nation with yeah. zero class and dignity. And we were saying story about, so we saw the videotape of them all, like uh, clearly laughing, talking about him and laughing. And so like a screamy little yeah, fucking man, baby, out. he leaves. He <laughs> leaves. Yes. And then I'm going to fly home now. Two-faced. <laughs> yeah, he called Justin Trudeau two-faced. Two <laughs> <laughs> so speaking I mean, of like, you played a mean high school girl. That's what he's like. He's he like a mean high school is girl. The title I have my, girl. I wrote a burn book about Adam Schiff and Sharpie, and here's what I want. I mean, it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> Slam book. Remember yes. those? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So now the other thing your characters have in common is you're both the psychic, right? On both of the shows. Mm. Well, Buffy. She was on Buffy. Right. Same character. And she same got character. her powers on. Yeah. Angel. Oh, and then that's how you got empathy, right? And right. started to okay. Do you have? Because I'm totally into have, psychics. Do you do, have that power in real life? Oh, I wish. Oh, <laughs> I would love to predict right. that we will have an impeachment. He will go to jail, and he'll be, you know, incarcerated, and won't even run for 2020. Oh, I was going to ask if you thought I was going to die alone and beaten by my dogs. All right, it's not. It's not important. <laughs> well, just about well, that's a given. I don't know about that's dying just... alone, but if you're left here for five to seven days, your dog will <laughs> okay. eat your face. All right, thank you. Thank you for that. For that happy thought. Oh, I'm sorry. They start with the limbs first. It's the cats go oh, for the face. Yes. Oh, okay. All the cats right. lick your face to oh, try and revive you. We just have... and then they. And then they keep right. licking, and it, then they eventually draw blood and figure out that you're, that you're tasty. Oh, you're we just, edible. We yeah. just found they just found a headless person in uh, Griffith what? Park. What? But yeah. they they don't they think it was natural causes, and then the coyotes ate his head. Mm -hmm. So that could happen to me too. I could actually not be eaten by my dogs, but by stray coyotes. Yeah, you do hike a lot. Yeah, I do hike a lot, so it could happen there. <laughs> do you take your Pyrenees with you? Right. Well, okay, no. Okay, then you're oh, sometimes too okay, old so to. Yeah. We'll take the young one. Okay, I just little the young walks. one walked away. Okay. <laughs> All right. I just love that no one has a shell. We're all about solutions <laughs> That's today. Right. Okay, thank you. You're a liberal helper. All right. Um, you, you tweeted Hashtag a, helping. Yeah. Hashtag helping. Um, I went on my rant about Kamala Harris this morning because I'm pissed and I'm sad, but you um, you also tweeted about Elizabeth Warren. You said you she does seem to really care what she's saying, not just pandering for votes. And I think so, too. I think she's I think so likable. She does and so, have uh, that, that genuine... Um, you know, I don't want to say this in a way that would sound bad, but she just has that safe grandma vibe. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's extremely right. intelligent and has a plan for everything right. and has... And passionate. And passionate and empathetic. Yeah. And things will be okay. Yeah, like, it, yeah. that. that is a very... I need that right yeah, now. Right. <laughs> After the I three need years that we've so had. much. Yeah. I need help on the way. She just feels safe to me. Mm -hmm. and um, And then... You know, and that's an emotional response. But sure. she can back that up with yeah. all of her policy. And, you know, I've seen her for years on Bill Maher, who, mm -hmm. you know, is fine. I, I don't yeah. love Bill Maher exactly. Yeah. Um, but he's, don't a, get me started. he's a smart guy. <laughs> he's a smart guy. Very and smart. he's always yeah. had her on. And, and I used to watch back in the day. So I love her. I yeah. do love her. And the Kamala Harris, tell me why you're upset that she's not in it and is it because just, well listen it, her her campaign made mistakes everyone's does it's not you know i'm not i but i think my whole thing was just that a russia is in our elections now because they are not doing anything to stop it so mm -hmm. i was saying to start with she i think russia and reportedly trump thought she was the biggest threat and so she was the number one target of, of russian bots and tulsi gabbard 
that was a, <laughs> I mean, that was a complete like somebody gave her the whole opposition playbook to drop on Kamala. And I think it was just so unfair. But any, I'm, I'm just saying, I think all of that has hurt her. And I, I think the media is doing some of the same shit to her that they did to Hillary. I think there's just a different standard. So I, I do think we're seeing some sexism again. I, I you know, well, even last week we talked about about uh, we're hearing the same likability thing, and oh, Elizabeth and Warren is like Kamala. They aren't likable. I'm like, really? That you mean has vagina? Is that what you mean? Yeah. No, yeah. they only. Say, I was going to say last week when we were talking about with Elizabeth Warren, they were saying, yeah. is she likable? They only say is she likable about female candidates. Right. They don't right. say that about right. male male candidates. Right. Well, I, you know why I think I think that might be because the overall, you know long-standing societal definitions of a woman you know if you're smart you're a ball breaker if you're right. like this you're right. that and then how can you be both smart and intelligent and well-spoken and be likable it's like a one or the other right. thing and it doesn't have to be and this is what's so important about the these times right and having well, you, women you presidential candidates dealt with it as an actress which is it's in the title that you're acting you said people might think i'm this awful person but i'm not i'm a nice girl like you have to even say i'm just playing a character i right? do i did and, and often fans in the early years before angel and before right. that character got three-dimensional and became more empathetic and right. approachable right i wasn't approached right <laughs> people did not approach me they were like oh my gosh when the show was at the height yeah. of its height you know i would i was you know, out there. Sure. And uh, no, people weren't so quick to saddle up and say, what's up? Let's have a beer. No, thanks. <laughs> Cordy was the one you want to sit down and have a catty conversation with. I mean. I mean, well, I watched with a bunch of gay boys. We were all like all about Cordelia. <laughs> we were all about Cordelia. I love it. I so you love have it. in common with the San Diego homeboy. So you, I, I would still use yeah. San Diego. You did? I would still use San Diego and I lived down there until uh, 2006 in Hillcrest. Oh, so you moved oh. from Vegas to, to San Diego when you I were... I did. When I was 13, I moved to Mexico and then commuted stateside to Chula Vista and Bonita High okay. School. I know this oh, area. Cool. Yeah. I know that area well. I know you. you um, we have one other. We were all, I was also an aerobics instructor. Oh, you were? Yes. Isn't that like like acting? That's mostly lying, isn't it? With last 10. <laughs> I am lying. 10 again. <laughs> Those sucked. Do it again. <laughs> um. And I, uh, this always cracks me up too. Just looking at various quotes of yours, you said, I don't really see myself as being a sex symbol at all. Why oh, does gosh. every sex symbol stay, say that, do you think? <laughs> it's just you don't have the same perception of yourself. Well, because I know what goes on between my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I just know. It's just not, I'm not thinking about it. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah, just have, not on your mind. We have one other horrifying thing in common. I also owned uh, hot satin pants. <laughs> um, Were you in sixth grade? Um, yes, I was in high school nice. and I had I had pink hot satin hot pants with yellow pockets. Oh. Yeah. So and you said what, you, you were like po- Satan at your all Christian school and I was in Catholic school. Oh, oh you're yeah. kidding. Okay, yeah. so what, you, you grew up in that strict. Did you have corporal punishment at um, your school? Oh, yes. We had a, the nuns were they had nuns? A big board of education that yes, they would yes. hit you with. That was like a sadistic nun joke that, see, it's, it said board of education on it. Yeah. yeah. And they would hit you uh-huh. with it. So funny. Yeah. I went to public school. We were talking, I was just over Thanksgiving, I went to some, with my neighbors. Our principal at a public school oh, wow. had the board in his office. Wow. wow. And it, I don't know if anyone ever actually got hit with it, but it was there and everyone was like, Mr. Campbell has the board in his office. He's yep. ready to. Wow. But you grew up in Devin Nunez's district. 
So, he was not the congressman at the time. Know, but, oh, Lord. But that kind of And mentality. mom did not vote for him. <laughs> Wait, I think that's you had a nun. What, what does she have? Two different kinds of weapons. Oh, yeah. There was the there was the, the paddle without the holes, and there was the paddle with the holes. Right. So you get extra, extra aerodynamics. Exactly. A little right. whippersnapper up in there. That's right. Get it, like, wind it up and mm-hmm. whoop-hoo. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. super fun. Sister Luke. Oh. Sister Luke. Yeah, that was. Yeah, mine, a, was mine was Principal, Sister Charles Bronson. Uh, yeah. yeah, I had Principal Graves paddled okay. me with the super aerodynamic paddle. Yeah, the one with the. Can hole. you think that was ever right. okay? You know, do you mind I if can't. we hit your children? No, we do not mind. Go we ahead. We don't go ahead. It, it speaks to the times, right? Yes. And ages. That's right. I, I said to myself when I had my son and and my ex husband at the time, we both agreed because we both yeah. had sort of like grew up in that environment at school, and yeah. it, we both went to parochial school, and then in our homes. We had some, you know, serious violence. So we decided we would never do that with our son. And right. now that he's 16, <laughs> I'm rethinking that. I kid. I kid. But you're like, is nunchucks violence? Is that, <laughs> Does that, they have, is that illegal? You would think that's what they would have in Catholic school. Right. Nunchucks. Nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. Um. Karate kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I heard you say something on, on your podcast. Your son has a job. He does. Which I, I think, I, like, every time I think of a celebrity with a kid, I think, oh, that kid doesn't have to work. Oh, child labor in one of oh. Ivanka's, like, shoe factories or something? <laughs> I had a job at 16. What? I had a job at 16. He, want, he yeah. wanted it. He sought it out. He came to us or his dad and said, I want to get a job because this is how my kid, my kid also said he wants to become an emancipated minor. I'm like, where, you know, obviously <laughs> wow. drama runs in the family. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> He's literally a year and a half out You're from like, being 18. <laughs> Like you got a year and a half to go. Like just that's like, roll. that's like the version of leaving with like a bag and a stick yeah, and then being back like, for dinner. I'm, like, all right, I'm hungry. Yes, it is. I want to be an emancipated minor. He wants total autonomy. He doesn't want yeah. to be told what to do. He's a he's he, I I taught him well. What kind of job does he have? He works at a grocery store. He's a bagger. Oh, okay. okay, I worked at the Palace Movie Theater. Behind you the did concession thing. Yeah. I used to, ugh, matinees are the greatest. Like, there'd be a kid come up and just, like, drop a thousand pennies and go, what can I get for that? <laughs> How big is the large Coke? Okay. All right. I anyway. thought it was funny. Yeah. They're All just right. staring at you, like, right. <laughs> mouth agape, eyes ah. blinking. We all just think she's crazy. All right. <laughs> I wore later hosen for my job. I, at I gained a lot of weight eating <laughs> butter. What? I wore later hosen. We need to explore this. <laughs> what? I worked at Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, Virginia, yeah. in the German section of the park. Yeah. And so I had to wear a polyester later hosen. And, and did yeah. that impact you in any way? Oh, absolutely. Did it define, help define I, who you I, are I, today? I, well, yeah. You're like, yes, this feels so true and good to me. <laughs> I haven't worn later hosen since. So, so oh, this was very wrong. <laughs> yeah, yes. I had to wear a, a, a polyester kimono when I was a cocktail waitress. And then oh. I got, I until I ate too many goldfish crackers from the bar and I... <laughs> I had to. I was too big for my because I needed my life. Right? Yes. Yes. My kimono. Kimonos I was a, are quite tight. Huh? Kimonos can be quite tight in the bust area. Yes. The, the, yes. The well, particularly page. when you're eating your weight in goldfish crackers every you're night. Tiny. I, I looked even more than, like uh, an Armenian dude then. So <laughs> I didn't look the same as you did in my pink satin hot pants. I was I in can- sixth grade. Pink satin hot pants. I think with I got them for a costume, for like a, a Halloween outfit. I was like a roller derby hot queen. Hot pink and yellow oh, don't go great. together. It was the seventies. Okay. Mm. I mean, what so, can you do? <laughs> you can nothing. nothing. There is nothing you can do. No. Okay. All right. So uh, what other plucky quote are you going to throw at me? I'm <laughs> <Right>. scared. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to delve into the painful things, but this is fascinating to me. This show that you're doing. Um, so, uh, what is it? it? It's a show you're hosting, but it delves into evil. Ago. 
And you talk about your own personal experience, which was really upsetting. You survived a, an attack. Uh, I, I, I love this. They said she survives attack after attack as a member of the Scooby Gang. <laughs> the Empire Slayer, really? but you've experienced it in real life. So yeah. what happened? You had something. Um, so th- this is I Survived Evil on Discovery? It's was called Surviving it Evil. It was yeah. on Investigation Discovery Channel. It's no longer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it was probably uh, one of the things that I've done I'm most proud of. It, yeah. it ended up being one of the most, I don't know how to explain it. Cathartic, sure. But... Um, it's about finding your calling and purpose, I felt. Right. And, and and there's nothing better for the spirit than that, right? But speaking with people that had survived things far worse than what I had experienced, right. which was I was on the San Diego um, Beach, Torrey Pine State Beach, yep, which you right know there. well. Um, and I was uh, attacked by a San Diego police officer yeah. who uh, was attacking women on the regular yeah. um, while they were with their partners, wow. which is expensive. So he was a rapist. He was a rapist. And a police officer. Yeah, and he wasn't getting caught because he was in those meetings, which were, they were setting up sting operations to try to catch the guy, and they couldn't catch the guy because he was in the room. And so he would go in different locations that he knew the sting operations would be in. So it was quite crazy. Um, And he also, I think the most heinous act of all was just he targeted young young girls yeah. when they were with their little brother. Yeah. And so that was yeah. pretty awful. Like ten and twelve asking her if she was a virgin and if she liked it. Yeah. So that was Ugh. that was um pretty nasty and pretty dark, you know, obviously. Yeah. And I think when I got to do this show is it a brilliant time where enough time had passed. I'd, you know, obviously been through a lot of therapy around it. <clears throat> and I got to speak to other other survivors and wow. talking about those aha moments when you're in the middle of a crisis of when you decide you're going to win or yeah. you're going to bring them to justice or you're going to get through it or like yeah. what, that, that was probably the most compelling thing for me is like when that human spirit so, prevails. Yeah, you I mean the, you, so you were with two male friends. I was. Um, he had a gun so both your friends were shot and survived. Correct. But you you grabbed the police issue flashlight that he had and well, that had led to his conviction it, he had handed it to me because i had said i couldn't do it because he didn't in the other cases to be fair yeah. he used duct tape right. to bind the hands oh of the God. males so there's really no getting out of duct tape yeah. right so in my case he didn't have i don't know if it yeah. what what happened there i don't recall in, in the case why yeah. it must have been an impromptu decision to do it but he had been stalking me oh, God. and he had been trying to break into my apartment it was said but it was never brought up in the courts but i found out later from the district attorney who took a liking to me and who wow. i'm still in touch with today wow um and he had used the belts uh from their pants yeah and so it wasn't that hard to just go, I can't do it or whatever. And then he's like, fine, I'll do it. And he hands me his police issued oh, wow. thing that had his, um, the flashlight had his engraving, his oh. name. It was police issued. So it had an engraving covered wow. on it. And so I had held on to that the entire time, which you don't, I wasn't, wasn't like a, it's just what you did. Right. I guess. I don't yeah. know what yeah. I did in yeah. the moment. Wow. So, um, it tied him to the crime, which then yeah, you know, helped yeah, to his and so conviction. he was convicted. I mean, wow, good for you. So you, I, and now I know that you said in this piece. I don't know, did you ever? You were going to invite him on to. You wanted to interview him. I really did. Yeah, and he declined. Yeah. So he didn't want to. He wanted to move past it, and he's changed. And 
um, yeah. he didn't really want to go there. I, in this article on that charisma, though, this really, because I think it is such a, well, I have to say with what we're going through right now as a nation, this is so, you, you just said, what happens in a life that a person can get to a place where they, it's a good idea to become a serial rapist? I mean, I have a child, so how does a child, a kid go from normal to not? She said that this guy, the Hubbard, grew up with an alcoholic father, but it seemed like his life was back on track. He was on top of this class in the police academy. He was married with a baby on the way. From an anthropological point of view, I'm curious what happened. I mean, that really is a, a fascinating idea for a show, is what is the nature of evil and how right. does when it does it happen? click? When does it happen? Yeah. And I mean, still to this day, that's how I feel. Like, that's why I wanted to speak with him. I'm just yeah. like, what happened? Not to be like, right. ah, you hurt right. me, whatever. I like truly right and this is how i feel about politics today yeah i truly want to understand like i really want to understand yeah. why wh- how people take what right. happened where what was the crisis point you know like the boiling yeah. point if you will and i that's an interesting I hate, to, I, hate to, I hate to say it but like do you think i mean do you think donald trump is evil because i do i mean <laughs> i really and I, i'm not a psychologist i don't know people have called him sociopath and narcissistic personality disorder. I think He's when you say cruel. something like this, yeah. I could go out on Fifth Avenue and sh- shoot somebody dead and get away with it. That that right. is, that is, I don't think that that is normal. I think right. that that is about as close to, you can call a president evil right. as possible. Like, I, I but, don't understand that mentality that... at all. I don't understand why anybody would brag about that. I yeah. don't know why anybody would even say that out loud. Well, you may the... think it, but you don't, just don't say stuff like that. Right. I mean, I know psychologists have, talked about him as a duty to warn and all that stuff but that is interesting isn't it when you think of this here he comes from all this privilege like what why what made him so cruel like what why is he so cruel i i i would love you know to have an answer to that i don't i have no idea yeah i think maybe sometimes having too much privilege can can and you have zero consequences and you have yeah, Everything handed to you and you're it. not earning anything. Yeah. There are no boundaries ever set. There's just, you know, it's self-will run riot. Yeah. <laughs> I just, just, we've just never as a country been exposed to this constant meanness and cruelty and chaos. And I think it's just, you know, And I feel like for, for people that are Dems, you know, or not, I, I don't even want to call myself a liberal or a Dem because I just feel like it's too simple to discredit everything I say because of that. I really right. am just a person that yeah. truly just wants accountability. I yeah. want a person to uh, obey the law of the yeah. land, of common decent. That's why we have police, to keep people, you know, so there isn't mm-hmm. chaos. Right. And it just seems like he's such an agitator for chaos. He's a chaos agent. Yeah, he yeah. is. That's so well said. I just love, I love your passion and frustration. Just, I'm just a person that wants people to... Obey the law. I'm just like it's fantastic. I just, it really is. I'm like, I feel like this should have not been partisan a long time ago. No, You're just no like, I how don't is understand this? it. I don't understand. And 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 I that's the, my biggest objection between the Republicans and the Dems that it is really about each other yelling at each other because there's an agenda and we don't want him. It's like I don't want Trump in office. Yeah, because he's not. An official. He doesn't represent right. me. He doesn't represent the yeah. values of most working he puts people. Babies in he cages. He's... He, I know, I, but there's no justifying that. But yeah. I think that there is a, a need to condone or justify his choice and his behavior just because he's of their party. Yeah. But people forget he was not, he was best friends with the Clintons. He was always a I Democrat. Know. 
I know. I know. He wanted um, to win. I know. Yeah. So he could That's use it. his yeah. power to help himself. Yes, and hurt to make other himself richer. Yeah. And to own the libs, I guess, is the only it's the only point. We say it's the only reason. It's like but why why do you cut food stamps for seven hundred thousand people? To own the libs. Just to be a dick. Yeah. So the liberals will go, Oh my god. Because they can. Right. And distract from what's really going on. Yep. Tell us about the Opposite Sex Show. It's your podcast. It sounds fantastic. You met uh, a, a Christian, <laughs> is his name, on a dating app, but you're friends, and so you talk about... It, it, Things that opposite. are opposite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs and cats, men and women. Yes. Um, <laughs> New York and LA. I've, been, I've enjoyed it. It was, a, it was a... I think we're winding down. The end of the year, I think it's going to be the end for us. Um, oh. It's not going to go further at this point. I just feel that we're at a place that... We're, I don't know how to explain it. We're, right. we're going to move on. Yeah. We're yeah. Gonna, I think I want to continue doing podcasting. I want to continue this kind right. of dialogue, mm-hmm. but I think that the things that are, I'm passionate about are really not things that he's as yeah. passionate about. Yeah. And I think that we're kind of ha- struggling on what to talk about right. and I don't right. want to be reined in on that. And right. I don't think that he wants to be, feel like he can't talk, you know, right. I'm well, I welcome anything he wants to talk about, but I just feel like I want to be in this conversation full throttle and yeah. because it's so encompassing to me because and i think all of you obviously yeah. Yeah. you're sitting here with microphones and you're right. you're passionate about what's happening in the have world you right have now. you always been passionate about politics or is 2016 that... changed my life oh mm. wow yeah i mean i but voted I for Carrie say that. and I'm like, I, I'm like what how can anyone not be political we're in this fucking crisis no i just think that when he did not and and this is typical to his personality when he did not back down as a candidate after being caught on tape saying yes. you know they'll let you do anything just grab him by the you pussy. know punani yeah. pussy fuck okay. i hate it that he sorry. said that i hate it no say it, say it i mean pussy is not a i'm sorry but I... just i hate it just <laughs> i know he bugs yeah. me yeah and i just feel like the fact that he didn't back down like most people it would be such a disgrace yeah. to be caught they would just go by or you know he's the type of president where he would send a, a dick pic to somebody mm-hmm. he would get caught and he'd be like so what and everybody would be like yeah so what and it's like what happened to the code <laughs> of reason yeah. and he, decency and then i'll say it's because you know he said that later that the, uh, that tape wasn't real of him saying that Th- then he would go like no and you're like nobody has a tiny fucking burnt cheeto like that it's yours like right he would just go no it's not me I, I just, I, I just, uh, it's, this is the only silver lining is that it really has challenged me and yeah. made me want to be more engaged. Yep. Yep. Well, you are, c- come engage with us anytime. <laughs> yes, I'm engaged. So fantastic. Yeah. So fantastic. And I, I, you know, I feel like I did a minimal amount of me tooing for me, Travis, yeah. Yeah. for how gorgeous she is. Well, pretty All good right. behavior. All right. Charisma Carpenter. <laughs> How can we follow you on Twitter? And you can do? find me on Twitter at All Charisma. And on uh, Instagram, you can find me at Charisma, K-A-R-A-Z-M-A, a nickname. Nice. And uh, that's about it. Follow cool. her. Worship her like we do. Go yes. watch everything she uh, does. She is awesome. Come back Thanks, anytime. Guys. Yeah. Thank Thank you. Are you, so we much. see you anywhere? Do you have any shows or anything? Right now, no. Okay. But stay tuned. Okay. She's totally, you guys, not a mean bitchy cheerleader. She is awesome and super nice. Okay. <laughs> Charisma Carpenter. Yay! Thanks, guys. Thank you. Let's face it. Hiring is challenging. But there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com begin. 
ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, listeners to the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 